I'm gonna be sharing with you books that I read for fun. And in this episode, we're gonna be talking about the graphic novels or the comic books that I enjoy to read. What is up, people? Jean Carlos here with the Total Body Training Podcast, where I help people get lean, gain muscle, and build some damn confidence. And let's go ahead and get started. Now, I'm doing this four-part series where I'm sharing books that I use for business that help me with my business, books that I use for self-growth, and books that I read for pleasure. And it just so happens that I read a lot of comic books. I'm kind of a dork like that, <laughs> a comic book nerd. Now, the comic books that I read are more like the independent kinds of comic books. So like things that Vertigo publishes or Image or just other independent small publishing groups as opposed to always reading things like DC or Marvel comic books. So like things like Batman and Spider-Man, I love those things, but that's not really what I read. Mostly I read like things that like are adult in nature and tackle like bigger social issues or maybe just are really dark and uh, sci-fi, things like that. So let's go ahead and get started. Now, oh, by the way, the reason I'm sharing this is because I do think it's important to unplug and you know, give your mind something fresh and exciting to do. And when you read, you get to do that. You get to distract yourself from the world and kind of live in someone else's shoes and imagine a different kind of life. And so let's begin. One of my favorite graphic novels of all time is Preacher. And right now there's actually a TV that Seth Rogen, a TV show that Seth Rogen made about the show. And you know, it's a, uh, I think there's like 10 big graphic novel books that you can get for the Preacher series. It's really, really good. Heads up, there's a lot of adult content in these. They're very dark and there's a lot of like sacrilegious stuff. So if you're uncomfortable with those kinds of things, then maybe this one isn't for you. I think some of the other ones will be though, but that I've got on my list. But Preacher is the story of this guy named Jesse Custer, who was a preacher who mysteriously gets this power, which is like, the voice of God. So essentially he's able to tell people to do things and they have to do it. And you know, it's all this, this journey that Jesse and his partner, Tulip, his girlfriend, have towards trying to figure out why he has this power and trying to take down members of the, the Catholic Church and other churches that are bad people. It's really interesting. Um, it's pretty dark and there's a lot of really graphic stuff in it. I really, really enjoy it and uh, maybe you will too. Now I will say the first issue is a little bit weird. The first graphic novel is a little bit slow, but eventually you get into it. Now, if you're from Texas or you lived in Texas at any point, you will find this especially interesting because the whole story or most of it is told in Texas. So lots of the screens, the shots that they take, the shots that they take, like it's a show, the stuff that they paint and draw is set in Texas. So you can relate to like the small towns or you know other places that they visit. They even visit the Alamo, which is here in San Antonio and other locations around San Antonio and around Texas that you'll recognize. So it makes it kind of cool to see that. So I really enjoy that book and I like the way that it ends. The TV show is getting there. It's, it's improving as we go along, but yeah, it's a great one. Now, uh, this is not a synopsis of the entire series. I'm just sharing stuff that I like. Here's another one that I really like. It's the Sandman Chronicles. And the Sandman Chronicles is about the Sandman. So the guy who creates the dreams that you have, and you know, it's about him and his siblings. He has a sibling called Death, and a sibling called Eternity, and just a bunch of different siblings, but it's mostly about him, and about other different kinds of gods. So 
it tells a story from his perspective of like what dreams do for people, what are people without dreams, and the role that he plays in everyday human beings' lives and in their dreams. Very, very interesting book. Again, it's written by Neil Gaiman. It has this darkness to it. The art to it is very, very dark. The concepts in there um, are dark. It's a beautiful book. It's very wordy. So when people think of comic books, sometimes, uh, you know, books like you know Spider-Man and stuff like that, like older stuff, it's just like straightforward. It's like this happens, this happens, this happens. And, you know, a series like Neil Gaiman's Sandman Chronicles, like Preacher, it's almost like this movie, this really long movie and this really long book. And since Neil Gaiman is actually a writer, he's generally, he writes books like American Gods and other books, he uses his usage of language and you know transforms the story art in the comic book world into almost like a merger between a regular novel and a graphic novel meaning that it's just longer it's more meatier denser and prettier the language that he uses because he's such a good writer so it's a very enjoyable read and it's very easy to get lost in uh neil gaiman's sandman chronicles and you know uh let's go ahead and move on so the next one i'm gonna bring up something that i really love which is saga uh saga is by brian vaughn and fiona staples and it's about two people who are from warring planets. So this is set in a sci-fi fictional world where, and the other two are set in regular, the regular world, right? The Preacher, Sandman Chronicles, but this is set in a fictional world, fictional worlds, I should say. And there are different alien races and stuff like that. And there are these two people from two different alien groups that are warring with each other. And they're actually soldiers, uh, this man and this woman, and they coincidentally fall in love. And the story about them is, you know, the story of two people coming together and having a child and there's all this discrimination. They're not supposed to have that child. The child is seen as this like abomination and really it's just this beautiful creature with like love and joy and, and you know, all the other feelings of everybody else. And I like this story because it kind of mirrors social issues that have happened in, you know, our current <laughs> America and also in the world with regards to race, ethnicity, culture, gender, all those things kind of play a role in there. So if you have a slightly more open mind and you like to see you know sci-fi tell the stories of political problems that we've had in america or around the world saga is a really good one for that and plus it's just an enjoyable read there's really heartfelt fun stuff in there the art in there is a little bit more bright and uh fun so i really like that one now the next one is infinity so, so i'm gonna read some stuff that you might know and the first one is an old one it's infinity gauntlet by jim starlin and i'm including this because i do read some marvel stuff and this is just if you're watching if you're if you have a pulse right now um you'll know that right now we've got infinity wars that's what's going on and we just had civil war like a few years ago on the big screen. And this is a story of the Avengers and of the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe converging and fighting against this guy named Thanos. And so I really wanted to know how that all happened from the comic book perspective. Because I didn't really, I'd never read any Thanos or read really much Avengers. It wasn't really too big of an interest. I've read a little bit. But when I started watching the movies, I was like, well, what does the comic version look like? So I went there and I read it and they already know the ending to how they resolve the issue with Thanos. But in the movies, they're saying that it's going to be different and they're setting it up entirely different. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But, you know, Jim Starlin's run of 
the Avengers and Infinity Gauntlet is highly regarded in the comic book industry as being very well written. I like the art in it. I like the perspective that Thanos has. There are lots of other characters that you don't get to see in the movie. One character is Death. Death is a character that gets portrayed as Thanos' love interest and is actually part of the reason why he wants the Infinity Gauntlet. I think that they add a slight bit more... They, they humanize Thanos a little bit more in the comic book because they have more time to do it. And I kind of like that. I think that a villain that doesn't have really like a rhyme or reason or a villain whose thoughts you can't like at the very least empathize with is sometimes just boring. You know, just somebody who's just bad sometimes can be very boring and two-dimensional. And oftentimes that's the way that comic books portray villains or movies portray villains as like just, just oh, he's just like that because he's bad. Well, maybe he was treated bad by his parents and he got picked on in high school and uh, that's why he's developed a negative worldview. Or maybe, you know, he was abused or something. You know, those things add a level of complexity. Maybe he's not a bad person, right? So like in the case of Killmonger in Black Panther, you know, you could argue that Killmonger's not really all that bad of a guy. I mean, he's got some pretty strong social views he is right about and maybe the way that he's going about it isn't what is the best though. And so that's what I think adds a level of complexity to heroes. If you watch the show Iron Fist, which I'm not a huge fan of, but you know, season two, much better for that show. The Davos, the main villain, this season, they start to unravel and show you like, you know, his reason for wanting the Iron Fist, his reason for wanting to take it from Danny Rand. That kind of story arc is much more interesting than just, I'm bad because I'm bad. Right? And so I really like that Jim Starlin kind of does that in his run of explaining how Thanos is. Now, in Infinity Gauntlet, they don't do quite as much of that, but he does do it in the series because it's multiple books. So yeah, you might want to check that one out. Uh, let's see. So, and also Jim Starlin, well, I'll skip over that because I don't know much about that. Now, the next part is Deadpool, the complete collection. I have these two really big books and there's a few of them. Uh, about Deadpool. I love Deadpool. And what got me into him is the comic, the movie, actually. I watched the movie and I thought it was so funny and witty and it was just this anti-hero who's kind of bad and kind of good and kind of not good and kind of not bad at the same time. And he is hilarious. The one-liners that he makes, the way that he portrays himself is just completely different than everybody else. He's almost like a nuisance, an annoyance to all the heroes that he's around the entire time. And, you know, Deadpool is one of these interesting characters who breaks the fourth wall. So he talks directly to the screen and he says something very meta about what's going on. And I just found that really intriguing and I wondered how that held up in the comic books. And in the comic books, they do roughly the same thing, but they take it to another level where you actually figure out that he's actually a deeply troubled person. And that's something that you don't exactly get in the movie because of the nonstop jokiness of the movie. Uh, you know, it definitely seems that he's got some kind of multiple personality disorder of dissociative disorder in the series, which at times is funny. And then at times is also kind of tragic and sad because you've got this guy who kind of just wants to die, but can't. And, uh, He's almost, you know, what, what, what would you say? He's unkillable in the movies. That's what makes him so interesting. And, you know, Daniel Way is accredited as having one of the best runs of Deadpool. That's what they based the movie on. The movie series that they, they've came out with, the wit and stuff like that. 
I don't think was a part apparently of Deadpool's story arc when Deadpool first came out. So he was just this character who showed up who had been in the war and had been severely damaged or something. And when that character was originally written, from what I understand, comic book nerds don't, you know, murder me for not getting this perfect, but he wasn't the same kind of Deadpool that we have now. And I just simply love the way that Daniel Way writes it. It's a funny read. And when you get to the dark parts of the book, it really gets you. They're unexpected. And I really enjoy that. Or moments where he's doubting his own self-existence or he's upset about something or he feels slighted by somebody adds a level of complexity to his character that you don't always get when you're watching the movie. So I like both takes of that uh, series. And finally, here's the last one. This is Scalped by Jason Aaron and R.M. Gurera. So I just started reading this. I don't have a really good foundation for explaining what this book is about, but it's you know set on a Native American reservation in modern days. I don't know what time period it's in, I haven't figured it quite out yet, but it's all about uh, people who are trying to use the, what is it? They're trying to open a casino, a casino on a reservation and whether or not that should happen and the rivaling groups and the gangs that are in there. And I like it because that is told from the perspective of Native Americans as opposed to it just being like a Western or something that's told from the perspective of like a John Wayne-esque character where they just kind of bash the culture of Native Americans. This actually is told from the perspective of Native Americans and I've always had an interest in that. I read a couple of years ago a really excellent book called The Part-Time Story, The, the Part-Time Story of a Native American. Yeah, I believe that's it. Don't quote me on that. but. I absolutely loved that book and so ever since then I've read a lot of that author's stuff uh, that is escaping me. I'll save that for another episode, but I've been really interested in knowing more about Native American culture and, you know, fictionalized stories set in current modern times as opposed to set in like, you know, the cowboy and Indian days, right? Or like set in like pre-Columbian times. I'm wanting to know about how things are now within their lives. It's something that's really interesting to me. I love exploring different cultures. And so, you know, although Scalped is a fictional book, it gives me an opportunity to explore a different culture's take on fiction and on the graphic novel genre. All right, people, so those are just some books that I personally like and that I'm currently reading. Do you have any graphic novels that you like to read or any books that you like to read to take yourself out of the day, the rigmarole of your day-to-day? -day? If so, please leave them down in the comments section below. Until next time, peace.